to the Library Variety Show. I'm Alex Giorgio. And I'm Deb Miner. Deb, how are you today? Well, well, Alex, thanks for asking. I'm, I'm doing great, thank you. Uh, so we have some guests with us we today. We do, we do, we have guests. We have guests, which is always exciting when we have other people to chat with. Oh, I'm not <laughs> good. Takes, I'm not good enough. It, it takes the pressure off of us. <laughs> um, yes, we do. We have um, two people joining us that are going to talk about um, some of the best books of the year, and possibly some of the new books ahead. In the new year. And who are those two people? Well, we have with us uh, Chris Springer, who is the manager of the customer service department at the main library. And we have Kathy Burnett, who is the owner, operator of the <laughs> Brain Lair bookstore here in South Bend. So we're pretty, pretty jazzed to have two distinguished guests with us that know a lot about books. And all four of us are <laughs> packed into a tiny studio tiny at studio, studio 304. It's cold outside. It is cold. It is very cold. So, we usually start with a check-in. Um, so we will go from right to left. <laughs> uh, Deb, what are you reading, watching, doing? Um, I just started uh, listening to The Cloisters by Katie Hayes. Um, just started listening to that. I can't say that I'm really into it. I mean, into it that far into the book, maybe the second chapter. Um, it was um, Jenna's, uh, the book club, Jenna Bush's book club pick of the month. Um, and it takes place in the Cloisters, which is part of the Metropolitan Museum of Art that um, they, uh, they focus on medieval art and things like that. So it should be interesting. I read a nonfiction book about the Met years ago. Did you? Yeah. I have no idea what it was called. But I read it years ago, <laughs> and it was good. It was good. It's very, it's okay. a very controversial place. Um, have you ever been there? No, I have not. Yep, it's, I have. It's I a good it. museum. It's the best. It's my favorite. Yeah, it's pretty great. Kathy, what have you been reading, watching, and doing? <laughs> I just finished The Atlas Six by Olivia Blake, and right now I am reading and listening to The Atlas Paradox by her. It's the second book, oh. and it's not simultaneous, though, so I feel like I'm reading it twice. I'm not going backwards when I get to the audiobook and figure out where I was at in the text. So just doing that. Just finished Bloodmarked by Tracy Dion for the third time. She came here last week. Oh, so nice. I'm doing that. And then I have Whiteout coming up next. And I just finished the trilogy for Dorinda Jones, A Hard Day for a Hangover is the newest one. Just the Sunshine Vikram series. Loved it. That's nice. a great title. Yeah. The first one is about Chardonnay. Like they're, all the titles are really good. That's what attracted me to it. Was, oh, it's a book about a detective who drinks a lot of wine. I'm in for this. <laughs> nice. Well, I just finished, finally, um, I Was Better Last Night by Harvey Firestein. I Was Better Last Night is the title? Yeah. That's a yeah. great so title, it's too. It's his uh, memoir. memoir. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Because, you know, like a performer always says... You know, to a compliment. I was better last night. 
Um, pretend like you're being. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or, or you're really self-critical. Or you're really self-critical. Yeah, right. Um, and I'm watching American Horror Story New York, which is like really creeping me out, which is weird because. As Deb knows, I don't really get scared of. Mm-hmm. She once said to me, "Is there anything that scares you?" Um, you said little children touching you. I, <laughs> oh wait, that's me. I said um, being unconscious or being out cold, but totally conscious of what's going on and unable to wake up. That is terrifying. Yeah, because you're like paralyzed and you see mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that scares me. That sounds. And haven't, haven't you ever had sleep paralysis where you're in that in between and you can't you can't move and you're. Oh God. Yes, that is. I have terrifying. not. That I sounds a lot like Patric- that sounds horrible. Patricius Totalus. Yeah. 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 Like just laying there. And yeah. You can't get through. But you're. Ooh. <laughs> So my answer is being buried alive, by the way. Well, yeah. <laughs> Even if I'm in, like, something, yes. like, yeah, I Yeah. No. That would be horrible. I can't watch that any horror movies or TV shows or anything. Everything scares me. This is very realistic. It's about New York it. in the 80s, and these gay men are getting murdered, and oh, it's just, like, yeah, very... Yeah, that just sounds awful. It does. Why are I'm you with doing you. that to yourself? Right? It's good, right? but then it's, it's like, scary. <laughs> it is terrifying. How do you sleep? Uh, You're not. Are 20 you? milligrams of melatonin. <laughs> ah, that does help. Uh, Chris, what are you reading, watching, and doing? Okay, so I have an SJCPL online book club coming up, and so that's going to be on December 12th. I'm reading The Last Report on the Miracles at Little No Horse by Louise Erdrich. Oh. And if you don't know her works... You need to get to know them because she is an amazing author. She's an American treasure. She's part Ojibwe Indian and um, lives in Minneapolis. She owns a bookstore, Birch Bark Books. And her books are all this wonderful mixture of really meaningful and tear your heart out, but hilariously funny at the same time, like really body. So this is a really good one that I'm listening to. I'm also reading uh, The Book of Delights by Ross Gay, who is a poetry professor at IU Bloomington. Um, Very funny guy. And I think, Deb, you read this book, didn't you? I did, too, yeah. And he's got a new one out. Yeah, Inciting Joy. Inciting Joy. Joy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so I highly recommend that as well. And then watching, somebody at work recommended The Daredevil Show, um, the Avenger, it's on Disney Plus, and so I've been catching up with that, and it's very noirish. It's set in New York City. Oh, is he the the lawyer or something? And he's, he's a blind? lawyer and he's blind. That is a good show. It's I do like amazing. That one. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I'm on season three now, and I'm just like, hang on, hang on. In a prison, and they were trying to murder him. That was the last episode I watched. Wow. And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> how, many, so, how many seasons are there? Three, three. Okay, so well, you're yeah. finishing it up. So you're gonna finish so, it. Up. Yeah, almost done. See, that's the kind of thing I would just stay up all night yes. to finish, and then I'd be like, "Why did I do yeah. that?" Hundred percent agree. So yeah. stupid of me, but I hundred percent agree. I would know that going Oops, in. Sorry. Still do it. All right, I'm so. I need to buy Christmas presents, and I want to buy people books. Which What should I buy them? What are notable books from the past year okay. that I should buy them? So many good ones. Yes. Like, okay. And these are like top of my list for everybody. 
I would say is Babel by R.F. Kuang, I think is how you pronounce her name, K-U-A-N-G. If you like anything about words, if you like history, if you like fantasy, magic, all of that, hmm. it has everything. It is kind of long. So for when you're on a break and you don't have to get up and go to work the next day like I had to. Uh-huh. But I just loved it. It was fantastic. It's just kind of talking about colonialism without talking about colonialism. Okay. So highly recommend that one. Awesome. One of my favorite ones from this year was Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. That's been all over the place. I think Barnes & Noble chose that as their book of the year. It's amazingly funny. Um, the main character is a scientist. Her first name's Elizabeth, right? I mm-hmm. can't remember her last name, but she's so funny. And she winds up teaching a cooking show. Um, and this is in the early 60s, so it's historical fiction. And she just says whatever comes to mind. She is amazingly <laughs> blunt. She's a lot like you, Kathy. I know. That's what um, I was thinking. A you would love her. her. It's, yeah. Yes. She's a great character. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. She great didn't want to have a kid. She winds up having a kid. <laughs> and the dog raises the child until the child can take care of itself. Oh, I wish basically. I had a dog. <laughs> Yeah. Jessica lucked out, man. <laughs> no, it's an amazing book, so it I would is. recommend that to almost yeah. every reader. Good. All right. My next one is Calling for a Blanket Dance. Just came out, I want to say, two months ago. Phenomenal. You are hearing the story about one guy, Evan, but it's everybody is telling his story. Only one time is he telling the story. So you get all these different perspectives from when he was a baby to now, and calling for a blanket dance is when he needs help from everyone. Just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful book. I highly recommend that one. I just put that on my list, Kathy. Thank I'm you. Adding these to my yeah. list. Um, related to that is one about a Native American woman who is a forensic uh, photographer, and she lives near Albuquerque, and it's Shutter by Rebecca Emerson, and she takes pictures of crime scenes and the ghosts of the dead people tell her what happened to them so she can talk to ghosts it's super awesome it's got the you know real life own voices author who understands what it means to be native american in albuquerque and um it is just riveting and suspenseful and I just wanted to like jump out of my skin eight or nine wow. times. Definitely for oh, Alex. That sounds like something. That sounds, the, uh, yeah. The author's name is Rebecca Emerson. It and was also Louise Erdrich. Highly recommended that book as well. So awesome. she just won some award that I was at, and she said to read that. And my one of my staff members read it, and they loved it as well. Just wow, said it was a fast reading really too. It was. I read it in one day because I could not. I was off on a Saturday, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to finish this. I don't know the last time I read a book in one day. (laughs) All right, this is my last adult book that I loved this year was How Not to Drown in a Glass of Water. And I'm going to say in this book, I think format counts, and it would be a great idea to listen to this one. It's about someone who goes to the employment office, and all you hear is her side of the story. You have no idea what she questions she's being asked. So you're hearing that over and over. You hear her doing her uh, applications, when she's going on interviews, what's happening with her family. It is riveting. It's amazing. It's by Angie Cruz. It's her second book. 
I also recommend her book, Dominicana, that came out, I think, two years ago. But this one was funny and sad and beautiful. Highly recommend that one. It's How Not to Drown in a Glass of Water. That sounds awesome. Okay, so I'm going to... It was my December book box pick. That's cool. I'm going to jump to a nonfiction book that I read this summer. It's called Allow Me to Retort, A Black Guy's Guide to the Constitution by Ellie Mistall. And he um, speaks on C-SPAN, and he's on Twitter all the time. He's amazingly funny, and he just breaks down the elements of the Constitution that have been coming up so much in the news over the past few years, especially with regard to gun control, um, whether or not to pack the Supreme Court. He says yes, that the Democrats should pack the court. He's got just a phenomenal perspective on our history and the legal profession today. He is a lawyer, um, but he's also a commentator on TV and um, incredibly funny. So highly recommend that. Okay, so I'm going to my kids' books right now. And my top young adult book I read this year was Self-Made Boys by Anne McLemore, I think her name is. She has a middle name, I think. But it is a transgendered Great Gatsby. So you need to read The Great Gatsby first and then read this. Highly recommend. It was beautiful. And it didn't just talk about Jack Gatsby being gay, which I think is from the actual book, and The Neighbor, but it talks about the two women that were in there and how that looked back in those days about lavender marriages and things like that. Just great. And recommend. what... For people that don't know, what is a lavender marriage? It's when you're married to someone of a different gender, but and they and you actually like same gender relationships. So back then, when you couldn't do that, actually probably some places now in Texas and other places you still can't, but this is kind of how people could get around that and actually love whoever they wanted to love. Um, I've got a teen book as well I want to recommend, and most people probably know the name Jason Reynolds. Um, he's written so many great books. He published one this year called Ain't Burn All the Bright, and it's very much told in pictures and words. It's uh, like you could read it in two hours, basically, or less. It's a poem, and so as you read it, you're understanding what is going on in this young man's life and with his family and how COVID has affected them. And it's ultimately very uplifting and positive and um, it's a beautiful read. So highly recommend that one for all ages, but it's Mm -hmm. um, marketed as teen. I'm a huge, huge, huge Jason Reynolds fan and humble brag. I was on the committee that awarded his book, The Prince, um, honor one year. So he knows my name. We're good friends. Hi, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) So this one I would recommend. My last one is a, this one is, I would call like a, probably tween, younger. It's called Jennifer Chan, You're Not Alone, Is Not Alone. Beautiful book about what it looks like to be bullied, but it's told from one of the perspectives of the bystander. And she is Asian. And this new girl, Jennifer Chan, comes to town. And it feels like she doesn't have to work as hard to be accepted. And so the person telling the story is upset about that. And it's kind of what happens when they bully her and then Jennifer disappears. And this bystander is now out looking for her. It was beautiful. Great to read with, I would say, maybe nine years old and up. Um, I highly recommend it for classrooms because it's a lot of stuff that happens in there that happens in the classroom. Um, We'll read again. 
you should read. I think it might go far in the awards this year. <laughs> Tay Keller. <laughs> okay, and my last one is Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow mm-hmm. by Gabrielle Zevin. Yeah. And um, I've been reading her books, and now I'm going to name drop and award drop since I was on the Newberry Committee and read her book elsewhere and love her books. Me too. Yeah, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow is a book about a love triangle. Um, These three friends in the 80s, they start a video game company. They meet in Boston and Cambridge when they're studying at MIT and move out to... Uh, San Francisco to tech world out there and start this company and all sorts of things happen. Um, It's just amazing. You have to read it. The writing is incredible. The title comes from the speech that Macbeth makes in Macbeth. And the three characters argue about whether it's depressing that speech or if it's ultimately meaningful. And it's sort of, yeah. It's a wonderful book. Sounds great. Yeah. All right. So my first one is Hilo, book number nine, Gina and the Last City on Earth. I am a huge fan of this graphic novel series for kids. I recommend it to everyone, all ages, adults too. It has that kind of humor in it. It's probably the best book about friendship and how being a friend can also be a superpower and helping your kids friends not do not get into trouble can be a superpower Uh, i have not read this or looked at it but i have read every single book as soon as it comes out looking forward to february so i can get hilo books so these are books coming out next year oh yes yeah yeah Yeah. next year okay sorry these are my 2023 (laughs) books and i love that series too kathy hilo i mean it is amazing i've read all but one so i have one to catch up with before february so yeah i'm glad you mentioned that um for some t- other another title that I'm so excited about. I don't know if anyone listening to the podcast read The Great Believers back in 2018. It's mm-hmm. by Rebecca Mackay, and it was set in Chicago. Um, narrator was a young woman, and her group of friends were gay men just kind of realizing what AIDS was right mm-hmm. at the beginning. And so that book was incredible. This one is called I Have Some Questions for You. It's coming out in February of 2023. And it's about a New Hampshire boarding school where a classmate of the main character was murdered. And they are now beginning to wonder whether justice was served in convicting the school's athletic trainer. So um, if you like suspense, action, lots of drama, it sounds like. She's an incredible writer. Yeah. Okay, so this one is a Rick Riordan Presents. If you don't know who Rick Riordan is, he writes the Percy Jackson fantasy series and other ones. But the past few years, he's reached out to different authors and had them write mythology from their cultures. And I love that about him. And this one's Winston Chu versus the Whimsies. And what I love is this main character actually is ADHD. Even though they don't use those words, he has terrible impulse control. And so what that looks like with kids, I'm excited about that. And there's a skateboard on the cover, and you just can't (laughs) beat that. My next book is called Symphony of Secrets. This is by Brendan Slocum. He's the author of The Violin Conspiracy, which was published this year and one of my favorite books of the year. Um, So The Violin Conspiracy, you should read that too. Just want to put in a plug there. Um, 
is about this African-American prodigy violinist who realizes that his family's violin that was all beat up and dirty and stuff was actually a Stradivarius. And so he becomes a world-famous violinist, but then his Strad is stolen. So that is an awesome book. Um, and then this one that's coming is about cultural appropriation called Symphony of Secrets. Hmm. And it's about a very famous white 20th century composer. This is fiction, but based on fact. Mm-hmm. That a white man who apparently lifted much of his music from a gifted black jazz singer named Josephine Reed, whom he befriended in the 20s in Manhattan. Oh. But... Do either of those have a skateboard on the cover? <laughs> Good question. Violin. I, I mean, that's that's going to be my new criteria for buying. Does it have a skateboard? Or yo-yo. It's got to have something like that. I'm sorry. All right. This one I'm talking about is called School Trip by Jerry Craft. It's the third one in his New Kid series, which I mm-hmm. highly recommend. New Kid is first, and then it's Class Act second. Right. And this is what this one with, sorry, school trip is when the day school goes on a school trip, and this is the third <laughs> friend that's in it. So it's more about Drew than it is about Jordan, like the first one. So no, you can see no skateboard on the cover. But they are taking a selfie. I'm That's also good. It. That's also good. Yeah. I just want you to say school trip again. <laughs> yes. It's about a school trip. <laughs> uh, um, so another one I'm looking forward to. This is more serious. It's called A Fever in the Heartland. The Ku Klux Klan's plot to take over America. And the woman who stopped them. Whoa. Um, written by Timothy Egan. And he is oh, the wow. winner of the National Book Award, mm-hmm. New York Times bestselling author. He's won the Pulitzer Prize. So he's examining the terrifying 1920s rise of the Ku Klux Klan, spearheaded by Indiana Grand Dragon right, D.C. Stevenson, right. and the bravery of Madge Oberholzer. And that should wow. be a household name, but it's awfully hard yeah. to say. When does that come out? <laughs> <laughs> So that's coming out in April, April of okay. 2023. Okay. He did an excerpt at the thing that was at where Louise won the award, and I didn't think I would like it, but it was so powerful. I'm like, I have to have this. And it's so much history that we don't know. I'm right. looking forward to um, selling that one. All right, my next book is by Angie Thomas, uh, who wrote The Hate You Give. Mm. She is writing a middle grade novel, and this is the first one, so I'm super excited about it. It's called Nick Blake and the Remarkables. I have no idea what it's about, but it's by (laughs) Angie Thomas, and it's fantasy, so I'm in. Oh, very cool. (laughs) Your books are all fun, and mine are like... Um, a memoir, Friendship one. Lost. My, le- my, my next one is a little bit more serious. <laughs> okay. Just a little Just bit. Right. <laughs> so this next book I want to promote is called BFF, A Memoir of Friendship Lost and Found by Christy Tate. And she's the one who wrote the best-selling group, which was a Reese Witherspoon book club pick this year. Um, so this author had found a wonderful boyfriend and pulled her life together via group therapy Then an older woman friend suggested that she examine why she had so much trouble with friendships, which launched a a journey through past mistakes and takes Tate's sense of apartness since childhood. This just reminded me so much of how 
I've read about the United States having a loneliness epidemic. Mm-hmm. We seem to do everything by ourselves. We're attached to our phones. And so I think this book would um, hit a really meaningful note for a lot of readers. And that's coming out in February. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So this is my last one. And it's called Sunshine by Jared Kostroska. If you don't know, he wrote the book Hey Kiddo, which was a memoir of him growing up living with his so grandparents, so with his good. mom in jail. Well, this is a year that he worked at a summer camp for special needs kids. Hmm. They were all had a fatal disease, so there is some sadness in there. there Deb, yeah. that sounds like a book for you. <laughs> it is a graphic novel because I love graphic novels. Actually, three of the ones I talked about coming out next year are graphic novels. And I think that's where we can meet kids at. But it was beautiful. Um, the story of how he met them, how he kept in touch with one of the families as this kid grew up and what happened with that, and how that fit in with Hey Kiddo as well as he looked for something his senior year to bring meaning to his life. Highly recommend that one, too. Awesome. I have to read that. Yeah. And then there's a book coming out next year in June, and it's being co-written by the Dalai Lama and Greta Thunberg, the um, Mm. climate activist, and it's called A Future We Can Love, offering guidance to face the climate emergency and build a more equitable and humane world for all beings. Now, do you think James Patterson's going to find a way to throw his name in there? (laughs) Or he's already writing one with Greta as well. Yeah. Maybe James Patterson and Greta and the Dolly. Maybe. And, yeah. and the Dolly Lama will James have Patterson. a CD that comes with it. Yes. But James Patterson's name has to be ahead the biggest. of exactly. Dolly Because that's a draw. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I like hilarious. how yours, what was that one called again? That is called A Future We Can Love. And then Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Tomorrow brings us to A Future. We can love. We can love. There you go. Wow. I know. Yeah, so good. <laughs> well, you mentioned graphic novels. Yes. And by the time this airs, yes, it will be announced that uh, our One Book, One Michiana is a graphic novel. Yay! So Woo! excited for yes, Flamer. it is Flamer. 100%. Yeah. 100% excited. Yeah. Yes. I think I we hope all that are. he comes here. It's in the works. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely hope. <laughs> that was a little much, wasn't it? <laughs> She's shimming in here. Doing her happy dance. So right. I want to buy these books. Does anybody have any idea where I might purchase a book <laughs> in the area? We're about seven minutes from here. <clears throat> There's this little beautiful bookstore called Brain Lair Books. Mm-hmm. We are open Tuesday through Saturday from 11, I'm sorry, Tuesday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. because I need my oh, rest you are open and on time Sundays? to read. Yes, oh. we are sadly open on Sundays. Sorry. So please come by. <laughs> Is and that always or just during the holidays? It's always. We're not always open oh. on Tuesdays. We usually okay. have Monday, Tuesday off and gotcha. Sundays. And what is your website? Our website is www.brainlairbooks.com. Very nice. Phone number is orders, no, 574-207-6514. Email address is orders at brainlairbooks.com. Do not expect me to answer the email because I don't talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) And since you are a small bookstore... And local, locally owned, um, you can order books for. If a book is in everyone. print, 
and it doesn't go against our mission, we mm-hmm. can get it for you. Okay. We ship internationally, so you can do we could do that. And actually, as a matter of fact, if you want us to pick books for you, we do good bundling um, for different topics. We have some now, and we could do that. We wrap all of that. Well, not like wrap, <laughs> but we do gift wrap. So <laughs> you can have that too. Yeah. Everybody's right. missing out on the gestures <laughs> so, that are being made. So you would be a good location for some Christmas shopping. Yes, holiday shopping is what we like to call it. Because oh, we yes, welcome everybody we almost. Not everybody, yes. though. But <laughs> maybe holiday Try. Maybe you'll make the list. Sorry. Should have. Holiday. Yes. Come home for the holidays. Yes. Rainler Books, your home bookstore. Beautiful. <laughs> I love it. I didn't roll my eyes or anything. <laughs> Alex is just looking at me. I'm like, I'm not sure what to say to that. I was just, well, I was just thinking, speaking of going home, we, you were a librarian at the middle school I went to, and that's how we met. Uh, we met through friends. a language, yes, through a yes. language arts teacher. Wow. Yeah. I was a librarian as well, Chris. I did an internship because it, uh, when you're getting the markets in library science, you have to do that. And that's in the children's department. That's and I always right. say, everything I know about children's books, yes. I learned from Chris. Everything. Thank Seriously. you, Kathy. Yeah, no, I do And then you went to Discovery. Yep, I worked yeah. at Discovery as a librarian there for a very, very long time. Um, then I went to Stanley Clark for four years. We try to forget that. I'm just kidding. Hopefully people aren't from Stanley Clark aren't listening. But it is where I decided to pursue my lifelong dream of opening a bookstore. Um, that was 20 years ago when my child was little. So that kind of helped. And, you know, there was some stuff happening politically where I thought we needed to have more books about black, indigenous, people of color, LGBTQ, disabilities, and mostly kids' books and mostly fiction because fiction... It's proven to develop empathy, and that's our thing. Mm-hmm. Develop empathy and build community centered around inclusive books. So. Right on. And Brain Lair is what? Uh, Brain Lair is an anagram of librarian. Uh, came about in 2007 <laughs> when I was looking for a Twitter name. I went online, put in librarian, and that came back was the Brain Lair, and that's Perfect. stuck with us 15 yeah. years later. Wow. Perfect. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Awesome. So much fun. It was. Great yes, to do this fun. podcast yeah. with you guys. Yes. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. So everybody. You guys should have your own. Okay. Yes. I don't know how much like seriousness we, have... we would get done. Though. We would definitely have to have a timer. Dueling podcasts. Yeah. Or you yeah. could just invite us back every six months or so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. We could be your would special you be game guest. for that, for real? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, that'd be awesome. We've got it. We've got it. Recorded, so you just re-air it. No, I mean we've got her. We've got her uh, agreeing to it. Awesome, no, on tape. Yes, Yes. gotcha. Um, all right, so everybody, go visit Kathy. Don't visit me. Don't visit visit Kathy. If you see Kathy, do not speak to her. Do not approach Kathy. Do not worry. You will not. You will not be able to. but go to her store. Yeah. Um, and you can email us at podcast at sjcpl.org. Please email us. Yeah. Uh, ask us some questions. Anything. Or anything do you look you for like ideas of yes, different we things do. you want you to talk about? Yes. Yeah. 
We want ideas. Ideas. We beg for ideas. Questions. <laughs> feedback. Yeah, we do. We we honestly do. Do we you do. ever read books that people suggest to you? We nobody's ever suggested, no suggested anything to us. <laughs> Other than today, huh. today I've got lots of. And no, I didn't even make it through my list either. I was Gosh. being good and did five instead of my yeah. twelve I wanted to do. No, no, <laughs> well, this is great. Overboard. Email no, them so to we, us. Yeah, we'll do that. We um, always. We'll help you pick out an outfit where you should go on vacation. Anything. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm here. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, no, thank you. This is the Library Variety Show. I'm Alex Giorgio. And I'm still Deb Miner. Still. Still. Thanks for listening. Thank you. The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and or guests and are constantly evolving. They do not reflect the views of the St. Joseph County Public Library, its board of directors, or its administration.